Welcome to Sigma Duocast, hosted by Rick and Nate. We're just a couple of best buds talking about current entertainment stuff, as well as everyday life for a couple of guys in their 30s. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy the show. Shut up, bitch. everyone welcome to the next episode hey everybody <laughs> i don't know why that's what it reminded me of it's awesome i like it um so those of you uh oh, man hold on i gotta that this dude this is take two by the way yes this this dude uh decided to be a good idea to spill his drink yeah all I, over I, the place I, I literally had it on the edge of my uh, desk here and I went to move it. It's on a coaster and the coaster is made out of rubber and I'll never use that coaster again because it attached to my desk. And as I was pushing it, my thumb slipped and pushed the drink and it just fell, knocked over. So I had to stop recording so I can uh, clean that mess up. And, and it sucks because this thing, you, there's no pause, man. It's like that my only downfall with this thing is no pause. And it was the good stuff. He finally got his other Terramana. Yeah. He's been looking forward to. <laughs> he just and it, it mixed so well. I had the Terramana sitting in my freezer almost like when I got home from work, which was uh like four like five o'clock basically. And I just took it out, poured the drinks, it was perfect, but no. Anyways, I'm over that. So welcome guys. Um today's um episode uh we're going to be discussing movie theaters we actually had the uh privilege to go to the movie theater last week um Mm -hmm. so we'll talk about our experience uh and then we'll talk about the future of theaters if it's this is what to expect going forward or if at some point we're going to go back to normal and then we're going to do the first sigma duo cast official movie review uh for the film tenet which is going to be pretty fun um, but before we get into that, let's go into our weekly, uh, bullshit and, uh, Nate, you got to experience, well, you got to be a part of, uh, of an experience this past weekend. What'd you do, man? Sleep. Is that, oh no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By the way, to the, once we bring up the topic to the person, if you, um, hopefully you guys are listening to, you can see that how much he cared. He cared about sleep more than Man, this weekend was tough. Now, actually, <clears throat> I uh, got to experience getting out, quote, unquote. So, uh, my sister-in-law uh, got married this weekend in Tahoe. Yeah. Congratulations if you're listening. If not, congratulations anyways. Um, so, that was that was pretty cool. They better be listening. No, it was a, it was a cool little uh, cool little spot. Uh, looked over the, the Vista Point over uh, Tahoe itself. So, it was very gorgeous. Very beautiful scenery. Oh, I bet. It was just awesome. Air quality was pristine. I can actually breathe up there. Oh, yeah, man. That's... It, if I can get away, man. Shit. But, but here's my gripe. So this... Here we go. This is this is my gripe, right? So I, I, I haven't been to Tahoe since I was like 11. And even when I That's went, a long time. I, I don't really remember it. Tahoe? Oh, you remember Tahoe? No. Oh, okay. I, I just this remember a being a big-ass lake, some mountains. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just fucking with you. That's exactly what it is. Like, oh, yeah, what's, it's beautiful. What's Tahoe? It's a fucking big ass lake with trees. 
Okay. So you're saying. We get there. We drive up Friday. Friday? Yeah, Friday morning. Leave our leave town probably around 8.30. It's like a three-hour trip. So we get there like 11.30-ish. Right. Uh, take our luggage up to uh, my in-law's room because our room wasn't ready yet. So we had, had uh, dinner. Or not dinner, at lunch. And then uh, kind of just gauging the place. It was completely like dead. There was like no one. Because we stayed at the Hard Rock in uh, Tahoe. That's right. Because Lake Tahoe uh, or Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, whatever, is adjacent to Reno, Nevada, right? No. No. What is it next to? California. It sits right on the state line. Yeah, but this Nevada. What's what's the city? Right is is Reno further? It's, Reno's further in, right? Reno's further in. Yeah. Okay, but it's it's literally at the border of Nevada, where yeah, essentially Nevada there. you can gamble. So there's you literally cross the street or cross the you know the sidewalk. Yeah, time, but, and boom, you're you're in gambling central. Yeah, I mean there wasn't a whole lot like on the strip. I mean there was like I think three or four hotels, and then a couple like one off spots that had like video machines, like poker machines, right. But like I said, it was completely dead until later that night. So when we got back after, you know, enjoying the the ceremony and stuff like that, uh, we get back to change because we're getting ready to go to dinner and it starts picking up. Okay. So So, night, night city, nightlife. Yeah. Like people are starting to check in. You have people waiting to, you know, check into the rooms. They have all their luggage, yada, 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 whoop, whoop, whoop. Tahoe Mm -hmm. is a party city. Well, of course. It, and when I mean party city, it's just young, drunk college kids. Well, I mean, they're not in college, so... I don't know. They got to find somewhere to they, fuck They around. look younger than me, so I just automatic young, drunk college kids. And they was, look younger than you. Yeah. Yeah, dude, these guys look 12. Oh, okay. We're going that for that. Yeah, okay. you know, they, they just look super young, and they dress like it, too. And I'm just, I just... I was like, man, I feel out of my element. And it was funny. I was like, My wife told me, she's like... She looked at me, she goes, you know what? I'm so glad I'm not single. Damn. <laughs> because I, I told it to you, I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I would have no idea, like, what to do when, uh, if, if, if I had to, like, try to go out and meet someone or something, I would just give up. Like, nah, fuck that. I'm done. But yeah, man, I mean, it, it got crowded. It got packed. The people are just rowdy, kind of obnoxious, like, running up and down the halls, like, at 2 a.m., pounding on doors, hella drunk. So. It's like the people who are stuck in COVID and they're finally out. So they're just fucking causing chaos. Yeah. And then, you know, most people, there was like this group of like 10 or 15, I'm going to call them kids because again, they look younger than me, but they were, they came out of their rooms and they're all in onesies, <laughs> like Monsters Inc. onesies, Nightmare for Christmas onesies. Just like weird. like they're having a good time. It's like a mini furry convention. Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it, man. That's cool. But overall, I mean, you had a good time. Uh, it was quick, man. It, it like the day was there, and then it was gone, and then we were up. Because we it was supposed to be like a four day weekend, but it only because it's because of work and other things. Yeah, everything else that, that came thing. up, like it was or one night, a, a day and a half. Yeah, it was just literally yeah. an overnight trip. Turn around and come back. Awesome. Well, hey, I mean, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, congratulations to the uh, newlyweds. I don't know if they listen, if they do. Thank you, and you're doing the right thing. If you're not, 
uh, Nate, you have to go have a conversation. But uh, congratulations to the no, last last I heard, they're they're like two episodes behind. So oh, there you I, go. I think maybe maybe by Christmas they'll finally get this episode. <laughs> so okay, well, hey, you know, congrats, many. I wish you guys, uh, it's Jessica and Aaron, right? Uh, yeah. Wish you guys many many anniversaries and a wonderful healthy marriage and life. But um, cool man. Um. So we got to go to the movies last week, man. We went to Galaxy Theaters in Riverbank. We went to IMAX to see Tenet. Um, I got there before you did. And let's talk about that, man. I think uh, I personally fucking enjoyed it. It was great. I mean, it was a Tuesday night. So granted, it's Tuesday night, in the COVID era. It was a fucking ghost town. Bro, the, I, I knew it was going to be a ghost town. One, because it was midweek or early midweek and two from where you told me where you parked i was like oh instant like there's gonna, gonna be no one there. there's like plenty of parking oh my god Dude, the parking lot looked empty i was like holy shit everyone was in line to taco bell that's it like they weren't even i don't even know why taco bell like got rid of fucking most of their menu oh my god. yeah right that's another topic for another fucking day I, I used to love taco bell but you know what for now fuck them but anyways yeah so I, we go that's the first thing actually i should backpedal yeah parking was easy we were able to park like kind of right in front of the uh exit of the imax screens which usually it's always packed there um we get in and nobody um yeah you have to wear your mask not a big deal so far uh we didn't eat dinner or nothing so we went in there we fucking went ham bro got all my goodies fucking popcorn nachos um uh, my wife got a big ass fucking pretzel um, she tried to get these little Frito, Dorito or Frito, whatever the, it's like a bag of chip thing, but then they fully load that shit. Yeah. They were out of that. So they were, some, they were out of some things. Like I wanted to get a margarita because our, that theater allows um, alcoholic beverages and I just wanted a margarita, but the, they had I think some most theaters do now, don't they? I think they're getting there. Um, but they had shut that shit down. Um, the margarita, at least I think they still had beer and everything, but um, I didn't want that. Anyways, we got all our stuff and then I saw you guys come in and we look like fucking Fucking uh, the clumps, the nutty professor, the clumps over here with <laughs> all our food and snacks and shit. But it was cool, dude, because like, um, you know, we go and we just show uh, the, was it the hostess or whatever, the lady that, I forgot what the proper term is. I'm, the I was supposed to check Concierge? No, not the con- the person who takes your ticket. Ticket taker. <laughs> Something simper, <laughs> simple. Simper. Simper. But anyways, yeah, you know, we just show her the phone and, um, oh, Usher. Uh, it's technically the proper term, Usher um, baby. So we show her, we show her the her phone, and I, I like tick, I like tickets. Like I, if I could, I would love. Uh, I like the novelty of it. Like I wish, like like they're the old school like tear apart. Yes, paper tickets. I wish they brought those back, man. Like just, you would collect them in high school and put them in a book and be like, yeah, I seen this movie on this date awesome. with this person. XO, you know, over XO. here they give you they're like fucking receipts it's like what the fuck is this shit yeah so if you see if you look on our uh, instagram page you'll see the the night we went i took a picture of it they just look like simple receipts but anyways um while the usher was pretty much uh, doing that for us i asked her like hey what's what's new like what do i need to know with all this covid stuff you know just being polite and she's she was just like oh you're good just wear your mask at all times uh once you get to your seat you sit down can take your mask off and you know eat your food and you know we encourage you to wear it throughout the film but um, um you know she kind of gave me that look like if you don't wear it you don't wear it just if you get up you know they pretty much said if you get up to go to the bathroom or do anything fucking have your mask on but once you're at your seat you're locked in 
Um, so I thought that was cool. I mean, it's not a big deal. So, you know, we get to our seat. We're at the IMAX screen. They have a lot of uh, seats there. But I think I didn't ask. I forgot to ask this because I wanted to ask him just so I can, you know, con- confirm it. But it seemed like the next two seats next to me um, when I bought the tickets on the app, um, they blocked those out. So I think if you buy a seat, whatever your par- the size of your party is, I think they block the next two seats to the side of you. Yeah, are. that's what I noticed when we bought our tickets, too, was... Um you know, because we sat directly behind um, Rick and his wife. Um, <clears throat> so to the left of us, the two seats were blocked out. And then to the right of us, two seats were blocked out. And then um, we only had uh, another couple or whatever in our same row. Yeah, like fucking 15 minutes after the movie started. I, yeah, I was like, idiots. Uh, you're late. <laughs> but anyways... Um, they were four seats down from us. So I think they picked two seats like towards the end and yeah. then they blocked the two seats off at the end and then the two seats next to the two seats that were blocked off. So mm-hmm. I don't, it, it's cool, but it was kind of weird too. So it's like, I mean, I enjoyed it. I love it. It's like that one time when, uh, we went to go see Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange or like fucking, there was like maybe two other people in the, in the whole yeah. uh, theater. You know, one thing yeah, I'm always self-conscious about though, when the theater is like super quiet. So, when I mean super quiet, I'm not talking about like they're playing like just the generic previews or whatever on like local advertisements. I'm talking like there was nothing playing on the screen. Yeah. So I'm sitting there eating my popcorn and I can just hear myself eat the popcorn. I'm just like, am I being too loud right now? So we got in, we got in, obviously, you know, we got in before you because we got our food and everything. And uh, my wife said the same thing. She's like, I'm tr- I want to eat, but it. I think I'm too loud. I don't want to make noise. And I'm sitting there. I, I sit down and I got nachos. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck that. And I'm like, um, oh. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to eat, dude. And then you guys came in and I I started yelling. I did it purposely, but I was like, what's up, guys? Isn't it weird how quiet it is? <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know what's funny? After I did that, I don't know if you noticed it, but like, I think it kind of released some of the tension because there was like, I started hearing other people kind of Yeah, there was a, a couple, like a row above us and to the left of us. Yeah, so it's like, you just got to, you know, fuck with it. You know, just don't talk during the movie, but... but um, well, Someone's yeah. phone went off during the movie. I was like, really? There's 10 people in this theater. I didn't hear it, for real? Yeah, someone's phone went off. Wow. It was like a message tone, and I was just like, are you kidding me? That's right probably now? the people that came in late because when yeah, they said, the moment they sat down, they were like, they were talking for like a little bit, and I, I turned my wife and I go... Are you fucking serious? There's like nobody here, and really, you two are gonna come into the theater 15 minutes after the film started, miss a big chunk, and then fucking bullshit. Like, I need to focus on this goddamn movie because this is like I feel like I'm taking a master's exam test, you know, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But I'm like, fuck, man, come on, I need to pay attention here. You're fucking me up. Hey, what about that that dude that had to get ushered in? So okay, so yeah, that's what I was gonna talk about next. So. I noticed that and I kind of turned to you and I kind of, I don't know if I actually turned, I told, I told this to my wife, but, um, there was, there was an asshole, asshole, asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, this guy was kind of being followed by one of the, um, managements and the whole thing is he wasn't wearing a mask. I'm like, wear a fucking mask. My thing is right now, look, nobody wants to wear a mask. We get that. These are fucking guidelines, especially in California. It sucks. You know, the whole country is facing this. Yeah, it sucks. You might not like it or whatever. If that's the case, then don't fucking go anywhere. Don't go to the movie theater. Don't go anywhere. I mean, it's simple. Just put on your mask, get to your seat, take it off. This is not that hard. It's not that hard. I mean, I had my mask, you know, I had it off. Uh, the movie was what, like, I think two hours, maybe 20 minutes. I had it off probably, 
confidently, I can say probably about an hour and 30 minutes I had it off, fully off. I was eating, maybe had it like hanging from the side of my ear. That was it. And there was a couple moments where I put it back on, you know, just because, because I felt like it was the right thing to do, you know, just kind of force a habit, I guess. And then I took it off to eat more or whatever the fuck, you know, I wanted to breathe better or whatever but (laughs) well because sometimes you know the mask i can't i can't for me i can't breathe like too well it just i feel i feel like there's a what i have a fucking mask over my nose too dude okay still breathe through your nose i feel like there's a hand over my mouth maybe you should just put a hand over your mouth i should shut the fuck up but anyways so this fuck up means so this guy yeah he was stupid and he had a large party you know typical fucking was there a large party i thought it was just him. it was them two no it was two people came in and then another two people came in and then i think one more person was like five of them um and then when we exit the theater um the screen he stayed back like his whole party had left and then you know we we exited and then he was still back and then he finally comes out and the moment he walks out there you know the uh workers are there getting ready to go in there and clean and sanitize the the, the theater room or whatever and immediately like hey you gotta put your mask on he's like oh I'm, I'm leaving already and i'm just like i'm just in there like bro why you gotta be a prick dude just put on a fucking mask we're nine months into the fucking pandemic yeah. you would think like and and so i turned to the to the workers and i was like i'm sorry man i'm sorry that people are fucking cunts no <laughs> you did say that yeah. yeah i was like i'm sorry and they're like yeah you know we deal with them like it's it's not fucking hard like like either a don't come to the fucking theater if you don't want to wear a mask or b wear a fucking mask for the time being and then you know take it off after or whatever the fuck you want to do you know it's it's not that fucking hard but no when he came in i briefly heard because he's like you know put on the mask and i briefly heard he's like the guy he said something like oh yeah you you know you, you know try that and you'll get sued or some stupid thing and i'm just like bro no, they like shut the. F- oh my god, bro! I was getting. I, I got a little bit mad. I got a little bit fucking mad before the movie started because I was just You're like, gonna throw your your nachos at him, bro. Shut the fuck up. I, I, it just. I don't know. It just irks me, man. Maybe it's because we deal with it kind of often, you and I, and in, in the in what we do. But it's like, it's like, man, it's not a fucking hard. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not even gonna get into that anymore. I'm kind of fed up with it. <laughs> but anyways. So with that experience, what would you say? I mean, overall, I mean, did you like it? I mean, would you do it, it, it again? You no. Know, so when uh, we were getting our concessions, um, I be- if I remember right, she was the assistant manager that was helping us. And she just was so ecstatic. She just was like excited to be back at work, which, you know, to their point, they've, they've been out of work since March. The end of March. So having them, you know, her be excited and she, you know, welcomed us back. And I was like, hey, you know, you know, thank you. It feels good to be back. You know, we we miss this place because, you know, that's our go to spot. You know, something new comes out. Boom. Buy tickets. We're going get concessions, whatever. So, you know, from March until now, you know, missing all those those movies that were coming out, especially in other states where they'd open up and, you know, you can actually go to the movies. We're like, well, right. fuck, like like Tenet, right? It came out in August. So like it did. We're we're a few months behind. But no, I appreciate that you know they were so excited and uh they seemed genuinely happy to be there. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, if that's what to expect. And I think honestly we won't really if this is say this is the the style the medium going forward, I, I we won't know until big blockbusters come out, which segues to our next thing and it's the future of cinema and theaters. I mean, all these movies have either got pushed or someone direct to uh, on demand video, you know, 
video on demand or whatnot. I think the only big blockbuster movie that at the time or right now, I could, I could be wrong, but I just double checked and it shows as far as I can tell, it's still scheduled. Um, the next big blockbuster is going to be Christmas day, wonder woman 84. So I don't, I don't see it being delayed unless I'm fucking missing something. And that's, that's going to be kind of a, uh, yeah, last week, 10, a hit and miss word, right? Like how, especially, well, I can't say it for other states, right? Cause a lot of other states are already open. Yeah. But if not all of them can be open, they're, you know, they're done. They're not going to. Yeah. Up. But like, and, and speaking specifically for California, right? Like how, what qualifies as a blockbuster? What do you mean? Like usually blockbusters, right? You know, because so many people are excited to see the movie they want to go and stuff. But if you're operating at a limited capacity and people are still scared to go out, like, is it still going to bring in those blockbuster bucks? Well, yeah, you know, you, you know, if a movie's a blockbuster, like Wonder Room's a blockbuster, no matter what, that's that's a movie with an expectation to make, you know, 800 mil, a billion worldwide, if if need be. Um, so no matter what, that is going to be considered a blockbuster. And now it's a matter of its bail. Now, for example, Tenant was supposed to be it's a blockbuster, but they went ahead and released and they, they fucked up. Um, this is a film that cost uh, 200 million to make, not including um, advertisement. Then so far worldwide, they've only made 341 million. That's a fucking, that's a bust. That's a failure because if you figure um, marketing, it was probably about anywhere from 100, about 100, 150, maybe even 200 uh, million. So, and that's what a lot of people don't realize when they look at the budget, that's to make it. Then there's another budget to market it. That's fucking advertisement, commercials, posters, yep. ads. Fucking if it has, um, if it's like for like Avengers, you know, they uh, they got fucking Happy Meals or whoever they partner with. All that shit. Can you imagine you know? some tenant Happy Meals? That'd be sick. You'd be uh, taking the fright out of your mouth as you eating, and we'll get, we'll get into that later. But uh, but yeah, so it's just a matter of what works. So the fact that all these guys push back, it caused a lot of movie studios to reassess how they're going to handle 2020. Um, and some of them can't really survive until 2021. So here in the, in the United States, for the most part, um, we have three major uh, movie comp or movie theater companies. we have uh, AMC is the top, top people. They have um, 659 theaters with a total count of 8,218 screens followed by Regal, which is a 558 theaters with 7,306 screens. And then Cinemark is the next top uh, distributor here in, uh, in the U.S. in theaters, which has 525 um, followed with 4,566 screens. Now, there's a total of 94 different theater chains in the U.S. So that's a lot of movie theaters, but some of them have like three screens, two screens, galaxy theaters, which I like to support. Um, they only have, I think either 16 or 18 screens or theaters, not screens. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that theaters. So I think it's 14. No, um, I got to double check, but I, I want to say 16 was like two years ago and, or three years ago. And they opened up two more before then. So I think they're at, or yeah, I think they're at 18 right now. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So there's 94 chains and there's 3000, and 31 theaters in the u.s does that include drive-ins possibly um the numbers that i sourced out they just gave me like the like the alamo theater maybe maybe not i'm not too sure actually. go to the drive-in you know watch mighty ducks we'll get a hand job hey dude that's the way to do it um 
so AMC, they're potentially going to be going bankrupt. They're on the they're teetering behind the idea of bankruptcy now. If you go bankrupt, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be gone. There's obviously buyouts and all the other things that can happen to save them, but they'll be limited uh, running at limited capacity. Is that the same AMC as like the TV network? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Regal is the next top one, and they've already announced that. Um, they're, it was the beginning of this month. They're closed. They're closing all. Um, so let me see here. Okay. So again, my number, my data is, is kind of from 2018. So I guess they might've closed theaters in that time. Cause it shows here, um, all 536 locations were being closed at the beginning of, um, October. And they did that because James Bond, no time to die, got delayed until 2021. So they're just like, fuck it. We're just going to close. And that's that. So it begs the question, if there's COVID, which realistically should be here for a while unless come election time some magical fucking vaccine happens and everyone decides to take it and we're all good to go, um, it's safe to say all through 2021, this is going to be what to expect from movie theaters, what we expect. Now, we got it on a, th- on a Tuesday, nothing crazy going on. No big blockbuster. Tenant's to big blockbuster, but it's been out for a while. So let's just say, let's say Wonder Woman does release December 25th this year. Do you think it's going to be busy? Not busy? No, not at all. No? Not at all. And it's, it's COVID's the main culprit, right? But you got to think, like, come Christmas, if it, they decide to release it on Christmas if, if not, Day, okay, let me rephrase that. If not that day, because I know you're going to be used Christmas as the thing. Let's just go fast forward and let's just say Black Widow. Marvel movie, Black Widow. It's, I think, what, fucking May, I think it comes out. So typical movie time. Let's oh, say ne- that. Next summer? Yeah, let's say that instead. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it does well, but I don't think it does as well as anticipated. If we're still in this same COVID era, you know, if we're 18 months in and we're still doing the same shit, mask mandates, social distancing, sanitizing, yada, yada, whoop, 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 uh, still at, you know, minimum capacity for theaters. I mean, even like at the movie times, when we checked the movie times, there's only like two or two or three showings yeah. for the movie starting later on in the afternoon, like four, four thirty, something like that. So if you got to do that, then you're cutting out two-thirds of the day that you can potentially be showing the movie and you know bringing in more revenue for that film so it's i I still think it does well but like i said just not as well as they they're hoping it's not going to be like multi-million possibly billion dollar film so i think uh, let's see black widow and I hate to fucking say this because I, I try not to be political. Depending on this fucking election, if it goes the way that all these, I'm not even going to say it just so we don't kick anything up. Depending on the election, I think that even it might even have to play a factor. Even if it's just everything's, let's say everything is exactly how it is right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to take off. It's going to take off the movie theater business will be back to normal and um, to an extent. Now, 
is it are we talking like is it let's say a box office weekend is it, is black widow going to do something along the lines of uh 200 million fuck no would it hit 100 i can definitely see see it hitting 100 million which is not a that opening weekend opening weekend which is not a easy goal to hit especially now with covid and the reason the reason i feel for it is because look you just said earlier in the show it's like fucking party city and fucking tahoe at night People want to get out. People want to get back to normal. I understand the safety, security, all that stuff. I get it. But people want to go. I fucking, I, I, I love having a home theater. I would love to make a home theater. I know my cousin, he sent, he shared photos with, uh, with me the other day, um, that he's redoing his whole living room, fucking getting Dolby Atmos, fucking surround sound, the whole nine yards. He's like, man, I can't go out to the theater. I'm gonna bring the theater to me. Fuck yes. A home theater. I love the idea. That's what I try to emulate here at my house. I love watching theater uh, stuff at home. But I love the movie theater also, man. Especially IMAX. You want to, uh, you want want that experience. It's a a whole experience. Well, dude, okay. And we're going to get into it pretty soon here, but. You want tenet, the, the salty tenet, popcorn, mm, the buttery popcorn, the oh extra nachos. Snacks, I want all that. Yeah. With the cold cheese and spicy. Well, hold on. There's there's a lot of broken factors. chairs. There's a lot of factors. So, furthermore, the chairs they're pretty good. But anyways, um, my wife's chair was broken. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a fucking a shit ton of other. Empty That's what seats. I told her. I was like, you want to move? There's like plenty. You could have moved one seat to the side or the other side. Excuse me. But look. It's yeah, the concession foods overpriced and everything, but I like it. It's it's fun. That's how they make um, money. But there's certain movies you got like like Tenet. You got to see that movie in fucking IMAX. I mean, we'll go into it in a little bit, but you that's a movie like you have to see. And I love watching IMAX, a big fucking screen. But the big thing is, man, depending on the movie, I love watching movie with equal fans. That's why you should go like to the preview showings like on a Thursday night instead of the Friday Saturday because it's a fucking experience. I mean, like Avengers, any Marvel movie. It's just, it's so great, especially when you have respectful fans, viewers who are just quiet throughout the movie. They laugh, they clap, they cry, they cheer when they have to. It's fucking great. And it's awesome. Like that experience, that human, these are complete fucking strangers. But for that moment, that hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours, whatever movie we're watching on a preview night, mind you, and that's critical because usually the only people that go preview night are fucking the nerds or the fans of the movies. It's Nerd. it's fucking beautiful, dude. That it's an it's an experience that you can have with strangers, where you're in this in a, in a room, you're all watching the same movie, you're all watching a fan of of, of the movie you're watching for two and a half hours, and you guys are all like best fucking friends, and we're just geeking out and watching this together. That experience, you cannot replace that experience, and it's 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 it would be a cold day on earth for that experience to be gone. Bro, all you got to do is just pump in some fake noise like the NFL does. Not the put same. Put you some screens. It's not the same. With some random fans cheering. It's not the same. You'd be like, yeah. It's not the same. Dude, the other, so I think it was about a month ago, um, someone had uploaded a clip of the, uh, of, from Endgame, the time when Cap, uh, spoiler if you haven't seen Endgame for whatever fucking reason. but Like when, a year and a half. When he, uh, when he starts holding Minor and starts doing all this, starts things. holding what? I fucking no! Don't fucking do that. No wait, no. He starts holding Thor's what? fucking hammer. Force? No, I did not say that. On the playback, you Norse. Did you say Norse? Thor's hammer. Anyways, he's what's he, it called? And that whole scene is happening. Mjolnir. It's fucking. It's fucking beautiful, dude. Like you just hear all the fans chanting. Everyone, like it's it's just magical, man. It's like when you go to Disneyland, man. It's fucking magical. Yeah. Not anymore because Disneyland's fucking overrated. Back when you had 
annual passes and it was proper, not the new annual pass bullshit. So that's another topic for another day. Yeah. I can't stand it anymore. I fucking can't stand Disney fuckers. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Disney fuckers are, where they like to bend over and let Mickey Mouse take it right up their ass, dude. Uh-huh. That's it. Oh, 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 oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I think we'll come back. I think once the Hollywood, um, I think once the big blockbusters come back, and next year, it, we got so many, so many fucking movies coming out next year. Do you think uh, Hollywood kind of takes COVID and makes it into a movie? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, everyone's going to do it. I mean, fucking, what is it? Is it NBC, the show This Is Us? I never watch it, but um, their t- their whole like season is based off that. I think Grey's Anatomy is doing the same thing. They're, they're kind of taking that. Show's that show's still on? Apparently. Were they on like season 39? No fucking clue. Never watched it. Like all my children. The only reason I'm aware of it is because um, Camilla Luddington, she was the voice of uh, Laura Croft for the Tomb Raider games. Mm. She's in that show and I follow her on on Instagram and she posts shit that she's like, oh, we're filming or we're doing this or doing that or something. She's in Grey's Anatomy? I think so. Yeah. I'm going to start watching Grey's Anatomy. I know. Dude, I got to do when I met her. Oh my God. I love that picture. Got a picture with her, bro. <laughs> Is that the one you keep in the bathroom? It's my favorite. It's right. Photo. It's right outside the bathroom, hanging above the. This is my on the favorite. Wall. Yeah, it's one of my favorite pictures. That's why it's always crooked, huh? Because you always take it in the bathroom with you. Why would I? That's just that's just wrong. I'm in the photo, man. Yeah, you cut. You use one hand to cover. <laughs> the other hand, you're like, yay! How the fuck am I holding that? It's so weird. With your like, palming it like know, this. Like, Put the photo on your lap somehow, and I, I don't know how it fucking works, dude. I'm not a rocket scientist. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're trying to get at right now. Oh, uh, anyways, I think we'll be back though. I think I think it's just a matter of just people um, following the fucking rules because I I feel bad for the workers. No, and, but you're always gonna have those fuckers, dude, that just don't give a fuck. Yeah, and it's just all it takes is a couple, dude, and they just fucking ruin everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean. I don't know. I don't mind if they go video on demand. I don't mind spending, you know, 40 bucks or 50 bucks for a movie to own. Would you really spend 50 bucks? Depending on the movie. Straight up. Really? You, Dude, okay. you would drop $50 on a video something. on demand movie. Let me, let me give you the logistics. Okay. I don't so, need the logistics. I'm asking you. Wonder Woman 84. We'll say Wonder Woman 84. $50. Come Christmas days, they say 50 bucks. You pay me $50 right now. You own it digital. And mind you, I will spend 50 bucks and I'll even buy it again once it comes out on 4K Blu-ray. So listen, 50 bucks. Now, movie ticket. I do IMAX. I already said that. I love IMAX. If it's an IMAX, I'm going to see it IMAX. That right there is already like, I think, what, 15, 15 bucks, maybe 18. 18 bucks. So you times that by, you got two adults and then you got two children that I would take because I would take my whole family. So that's four fucking people right there. That right there alone, I'm already past the $50 mark. Now I got to buy concessions because I got to have my my movie snacks. But you just said you're paying for the experience. I know. What the so fuck? So it makes sense for you to drop that money, right, at going to the theater. Listen. Because you, you love the experience. I spend, I literally spend over $100 easy without even question when I go to the movies. So you're, so you're telling me if I'm not given the option to go to the movie theater because they're closed, but they give you the option to watch the movie for fifty dollars to own it digital. You're trying to tell me that's that's ludicrous. Come on, 
the fuck? You're gonna I'm, I'm just wait four to six sp- months until they actually release it digital. You're gonna spend a hundred and twenty dollars to go see it for fucking two hours? Come on, dude. No, I'm talking about you because you're the one that said Yeah, and I have no problem doing it. I'll have no problem spending a hundred and twenty dollars seeing it at the theater, but if I'm not given the option at the movie theater, then I'll fucking buy digital for fifty bucks. It's no fucking problem. And then you would buy it again. And then I'll buy it again on 4K Blu-ray because I want the physical copy and I love it on... Uh, and then you buy it again. If they do a special edition. Yeah. Yeah. Gal- how many times have Gal- I bought... Gadot's how many times have I bought Star Wars? I got fucking Star Wars VHS regular, <laughs> Star Wars special edition fucking uh, VHS. Then I got the DVD. Then I got the DVD special edition. Then I got the 2005 fucking Blu-ray edition. Then I got the fucking complete saga edition. And then I stopped after that because I'm not spending any more money on them because they fucked up with the... Did they upgrade you to 4K? Movies. Yeah. I still buy the. Fu- I have. Did you know it's funny? You're talking about Star Wars. I bought those VHSs. VHSs is that VHS? VHS. Yeah, the uh, original ones mm. at a thrift shop for three bucks. Nice, good for you. Box art and everything. So, anyways, I think that uh, pretty much covers it. I think movie theater would be alright. I like it. It was a cool experience. I'll definitely do it again. Um, if, as long as the experience is kind of similar. Once it gets, once it starts getting more busier, and we start to get a real feel of it, and that's where I'll kind of reassess if it's uh if it's worth it um but i had a good time i liked it no yeah overall dude it was so it was so cool it was nice to be back you know what one thing though definitely uh i don't know if it's just because the theater was super dead like the theater itself but everything seemed fucking so much louder like i felt my chair rumble I don't remember the last time I felt my chair rumble in an IMAX. So theater. we'll touch on that because yeah, touch that's on actually uh, that's because of the movie we were watching, and I'll get into that in a little bit. So enough of that. We're gonna go into Tenet. Tenet came out um, in the UK August, but actually September third of this year for uh, the US. Um, we're gonna talk about that. If you will try to do a spoiler free. Uh, review, but we'll fully break down a lot of stuff that was in there for us. Um, but before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer. So if you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, don't remember it or whatever, it's not visual, but hey, audio is always good too. So here's the trailer of Tenet, and then we'll talk about that and we'll see you in just a few. All I have for you is a word. It'll open the right doors. Some of the wrong ones, too. Use it carefully. To do what I do, I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War III. I'm not saying I'm getting here. No. Something worse. I gather you have an interest in a certain Russian national. Mike's bring me in. You really want to know? He can communicate with the future. Time travel? No. Inversion? Name it and pull the trigger. You're not shooting the bullet. You're catching it. Whoa. What 
I've seen too much. Well, we'll try and keep up. Your duty transcends national interests. This is about survival. Seems bold. Bold, I'm fine with. I thought you were going to say nuts. This is where our worlds collide. How would you like to die? Old. You chose the wrong profession. Well, happened here? Hasn't happened yet. There are people in the future who need us. I need a tenant. We need to save them here and now. This reversing the flow of time. Doesn't us being here now mean it never happened? You want to crash a plane? But not from the air. That was so dramatic. Well, how big a plane? That part is a little dramatic. This dude literally was trying to recreate that scene with the plane. He had scale models, and he was going to probably use a little bit of visual effects. They found out that they're like, you know what? There's a fucking Boeing 747, and there's a hangar. They did. They crunched the numbers, and they found out that it was cheaper to buy the fucking airplane, crash it into the hangar, then fucking do the whole little miniature model. You're talking about Christopher Nolan? Christopher Nolan and the whole things. So they literally crashed a Boeing 747 into a fucking hangar to film that scene in the film where you see the, uh, obviously the Boeing 47 crash into the hangar. It's fucking crazy, dude. There's one thing I love about uh, Christopher Nolan and his films is that he goes for practicality. He tries to use as minimal CGI special effects as he can he wants just everything to be practical and real so when we watch a film it's happening and yeah it's like oh we're filming on the ocean but why do we need a cgi in ocean when the world's full of oceans yeah and he he likes to film with imax cameras 35 millimeter and 70 millimeter that's why i had to see this movie in imax because a good chunk of it majority of it was filmed in imax and he started this in um i think the dark night Mm -hmm. um he started uh messing with the imax cameras and he just from there he just loved it so he started incorporating more and more and it's funny because when you watch the dark knight on uh, blu-ray or 4k blu-ray you'll notice there's certain scenes um i believe top of my head the beginning of the film the entire beginning sequence of the dark knight um up until you know when the joker escapes in the bus and the whole scene where they're transporting um harvey dent um, to lock up or whatever, it's all film nice. And when you watch the film on, I don't know if blue, if the digital does it now, but I know when you watch the physical format, that whole fucking TV is filled with a screen. And then when it cuts back to the other the other stuff, you'll have those two black bars, yeah, on top on them. And that's the beauty of the IMAX camera. You get more pixels, more resolution, just more in your face. And that's why this film, he, I, I want to say, like, I could be wrong on this. I'm just guessing on. From the last time I heard it, it was like 80% of the film was filmed at IMAX. Um, 
but with that, there was a lot of sound mixing. So the sound um, was really well done in terms of shaking and all that. But the problem with the sound, and this is actually kind of a Warner Brothers thing, kind of pisses me off when I watch Warner Brothers um, distributed films, is the vocals is always low, but the fucking sound effects and music is fucking loud. Like there was times I couldn't understand what the yeah, fuck they were like, saying. Yeah, I was like, wait, what, what did you say? Can, can you throw the subtitles on so I can understand what's going on right now? Yeah, man. So, um, if you guys are fans of Christopher Nolan movies, um, you'll love this movie. And when I say Christopher Nolan movies, I'm not saying the Dark Knight trilogy because the Dark Knight trilogy is what put him on the map mainstream popularity, so to speak. But his actual movies that he like fully develops, writes, directs the whole nine yards, those movies, that's Christopher Nolan. Those like, fucking movies will like Dunkirk. Yeah, he 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 tries to well, not so much Dunkirk, but more like um, Memento, um, The Prestige, Interstellar, um, or his indie film, The Follow, uh, not The Following, just regular Following. Um, he he fucking oh, Insomnia was another good one with um, mm-hmm. Robin Williams and Al Pacino. He tries to his style is um, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly is very um, epistemology. So it's the the theory of knowledge, and he challenges you that. I mean, there's times where I watch those movies, not again, not The Dark Knight, where I feel fucking stupid when I watch these movies because he is so fucking smart and brilliant that he's always challenging um, knowledge, um, theory. Um, he tries to explore. Oh, fucking Inception. God, how did I forget that one? Uh, human morality, you know, and he tries to figure out construction of time as well. Because if you look at his movies, like Interstellar, that was like one of the ones that just fucking time was all over the fucking place. You had uh, McConaughey that was um, present time, so to speak, and then you saw his daughter, which was in the future, mm-hmm. and all kinds of shit. Um, and even with Dunkirk, with Dunkirk, if you've seen Dunkirk, that movie is filmed and cut together like with various timelines happening all at once, but yeah. not all at once. And then it, is, it isn't until you come to like towards the end of the film where all the pieces come together and you're like, Oh, okay. So this was happening between this and this is a, and you're like, what the fuck is uh, going on? His, his quote unquote, great films are always mind fucks. Yeah. And that's his thing. That's his niche. That's, that's what he does. It's like when Shyamalan um, was magnificent. His was always like, Oh, there's a twist. And I think Nolan he does the twist thing, but he does it in a very sophisticated, smart fucking way that M. Night goes for the gimmick, or at least he did. Yeah. And this, and Nolan, like, really, his goal is to, like, how can I fucking piss off the audience, but make him feel good about it? You know what I mean? How can I fuck you and then say, have you say thank you? You know, how, how can, let me rephrase that. How can I fuck you with you not wanting to get fucked, not a rape, but at the end of it, you say thank you to me? That's what he does to you. And then I leave five on the table. <laughs> I leave five on the table. Because I'll tell you right now, Tenet, if you're one of those people that, I'm not saying you're an idiot, because I get, I had a tough time um, following it. So Bro, if you had a tough time, I was, I needed color crayons, coloring <laughs> pencils, a color book. I was so fucking confused until like, I was, was like, Towards Whoa. the end, when it all comes together and you get that twist yeah. and the ah moment, but yeah, no, it, it, it's 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 not a movie for everyone. I'll tell you right now, and you gotta like his style. If you gotta like his films, and again, not the Dark Knight trilogy, um, you you gotta be in 
into it and you got to be ready to fucking think. You got to be ready to pay attention from beginning to end. Every little fucking thing, every word, every no phrase, every, uh, every visual thing you can see, everything has to be critical because this film is, for one, it's a spy film. And I've always wondered how Nolan would do a spy film. And I got my answer and I fucking love Espionage. it. Espionage. Espionage. I fucking love it. It's the James Bond of Nolan films. But again, it's a Nolan film. So he's got to fuck you and put that twist in there. And he gives his, you the purple nurple. And his twist is uh, a form of time travel, but it's inverted time travel. So you have a storyline um, focus. The story focuses on John David Washington which for those of you who don't know, the son of Denzel Washington, which sidebar, every time he spoke, man, all I heard was Denzel. Dude, his walk, his voice, his laugh, all his dad. Yeah, and this, I was is, like, oh my this, God. Is, this is the guy that I said, if, if there had to be someone to replace Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther, this is the fucking guy to do it. So I, I know I talked with you about this too, and there's a fight scene in the movie, and within that fight scene, it clicked. I was like, yep, you finally saw what I've been seeing. Exactly, exactly. So it was going through my head as it was happening to you. I was like, this would be the perfect Black Panther. Yep, I said that, man. Well, second perfect because Chadwick was pretty good. Um, Perfect replacement. Perfect replacement. So it follows him. um, The name of his character is the protagonist. That's it. That's his name in the whole movie as far as I can tell. I don't remember them calling him anything else. Um He's got a thing. He starts off and he's uh, he's like CIA or something. Um, some shit goes down and he gets exposed to Tenet. Kind of what we heard in the beginning of that trailer. And then from there, he's brought into the Tenet's like an uh, organization that prevents world threats. You know, catastrophic world threats to happen. Whether it's a new apocalypse, fucking whatever. Uh, and you go through the whole movie and you're experiencing this. And he's learning that there's, a, there's this guy um, played, let me see here. There's a guy named Andre, 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 I think, Sator, played by Kenneth Branagh, which sidebar again, Kenneth Branagh is a fucking great actor, um, and he's a pretty good director. Um, he usually plays like a Russian asshole in movies, um, but I love him in his movies. He's uh, directed Thor, the Jack Ryan film, the first Thor, mind you, the Jack Ryan film um, with Chris Pine, and he even star- uh, played the villain in that one. Um, and he's started in other things but anyways kenneth Branagh, look him up he's a good actor um awesome awesome guy but anyways he's the bad guy and he the concept they said is that he's he communes with the future there's a way that they can talk to the people in the future and that's where he is getting this particular material that's like radiated but it happens in reverse so again i'm not going to go into full detail this fucking movie right now because it's still fucking confusing but the whole concept is that you're traveling back in time certain this metal this object this stuff that you're able to get they're able to synthesize and create different things with it um whether it's a firearm bullets um you know uh i don't know if they went as far as clothing but just a bunch of random shit that they got able to do so it's funny because in the movie as she the there's a character explaining this to john david washington's character and she literally says in the fucking movie she's like it's better to just not understand it. <laughs> I started laughing because I was like, I'm going to take that advice probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, he, he 
the protagonist, John David Washington, he's basically goes into like an espionage thing where he's trying to meet that guy. And the way to do that is um, his ex-wife has some type of uh, or current wife slash ex-wife has like some type of evidence that's being held leverage. And the only reason why she's sticking around is because they both have a kid together and she wants her kid back. Now, the girl that played this, I don't know if you noticed this, but um, this girl was fucking tall. Uh, her name was Elizabeth DeBickney. She was, she's six, Debicki. Debicki. she's six feet, three inches, bro. And she's the high priestess from Guardians of the Galaxy volume two. Yeah. Uh, I never knew what movie, because I was like, she looks so familiar to me. Where have I seen her? And then I was like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But dude, she's tall. And John David Washington is like five, nine. So half the time I was like, God damn. And she, in the movie, she was wearing heels too. So yeah. It, it just reminds me of uh, uh, Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop 2 when he meets uh, Bridget. Nielsen, I think it is, and in the at the gun at the gun uh, gun club, and he's like, "Damn, that's a huge bitch." Because <laughs> I was like, "Shit, she is too." Um, so, anyways, uh, in the film, it also stars uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, he was as, absolutely brilliant in this as the handle suit, so, dude. Right now, can you see him like as Batman? Wouldn't he be fucking amazing? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I never, I never had a doubt. Yeah, I'm glad he's he went off and did other movies because Robert Pattinson. He's a really good fucking actor, and uh, if all you know him is of the Twilight shit, uh, I'm sorry. Go watch some of his other fucking movies. Start with this one if you want. Um, Go watch The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is a fucking beautiful movie. That's another mind fuck of a movie. Um, so that was pretty cool. And there's, a lot of, like, there's one that was like I, I forgot was in the movie. I knew he was in it when I saw the trailers, but then I forgot he was in it. And then I was like kind of bummed out because he didn't really have too much of a part. was uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's uh, Quicksilver from the Marvel. He was in the movie? Yeah, he's the uh, he's the military commander Ives at the end of the film. The guy that looked like what's his name from uh, Black Ops? Probably. I don't know. He's he's fucking buff. He's the one at the end. Uh, he you know how they went their three ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. That was him. That was him. Shut up. Yeah, that was him, dude. No. Yeah, check it out. Um, I'm checking right I'm now. So, I was so bummed out. I forgot he was in the movie. And then when I saw him, when he popped up, and I would go, oh, who the fuck? I go, I know this guy. And I go, oh, that's right. It's fucking Quicksilver. Oh, sidebar. Elizabeth Debicki was also in The Great Gatsby. Oh, there you go. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's in that movie. But, um, yeah, this movie, listen, man, this movie was fucking amazing. It was really good. I mean, the all these actors were fantastic. The acting was on point. Um, the visuals, everything was, even with as kind of sci-fi-ish as this film was, everything looked so practical. Like I never once really got like thrown off that like, oh, they're, they're using CGI or they're using special effects. For the most part, it seemed like everything was real. Like when they, when there was a part where like a car crashes and they're in it, I swear to God, I feel like they were in that car and they, they crashed like legit. Um, it's, it's really great, man. It's, um, if you watch, if you again, if you watch Christopher Nolan movies and you like his movies, I highly recommend watching Tenet. Um, it's just one of those. At the end of the movie, at the end of the film, I was like, when they all tie it together, you're gonna be like, you'll probably still be lost because I was lost at first. Um, it was actually your wife that kind of connected that little dot, and I was like, what? Yeah. I go, oh no, shit, that's right. Yeah. And then I went after I, I went home after, and I was like watching some YouTube videos, like you know, explaining the fucking movie, and yeah. I was like, oh, so that was that was true. What she, what she was saying, yeah. like, and it was funny too. She she looked at us like we were fucking dumb as shit because yeah, she's she like, did. "Hey man, she read books, bro. That's why." Uh, you know what? She's More like trying to, to do her. her book challenge this year. So 
Your ass can't read, so nope, not at all. Could happen. Yeah, I'm tripping out, dude. Yeah, you weren't wrong. Fucking I'm kick ass wrong. was in the movie, dude. Never wrong. But yeah, man. Um, so <clears throat> one from one to ten, or zero to ten, what would you give this film? I we got to come to agreement too because it's uh you know this is gonna be our first review. So I I give it a nine out of ten, and the only reason I give it I don't give it a ten out of ten is because of the fucking sound. And so I'm going to, my reasoning is the same and my opinion may change once it becomes available to purchase at home. And you watch it a digital. million times. Yes. Uh, but watch it with subtitles because I've been fucking spoiled. Like I have to watch all my shit with subtitles. My wife is like that too. It's fucking weird. Pissing me off because sometimes, sidebar, I hate fucking subtitles when we watch, when we watch things with subtitles because Sometimes they'll spoil what the fuck is about to be said, and Don't then it fucking reads. So and then fast. it takes. It, sorry, man, it pops up in the middle of the fucking screen sometimes. So I'm just like, all right, but it kind of ruins the moment and the and the fluidity of the film or the scene. And I'm like, I, I can't stand subtitles. No, yeah, maybe the second time I'll watch it as subtitles, but I can't do it I, when I watch something new. I can't do it like that. So, like I said, for the rating, uh, uh, same reason as you, it was the sound. Uh, my my rating is actually not too far off from yours. I'm giving it eight point seven. Really? Yeah. You're gonna be one of those fucking people that does it's the eight, point the point 8. something. Eight point seven. Why does it have to be a solid number? It, it, okay, let me say something. It's either gonna be a solid number or a point five. I'll I'll I'll, Why? Com- I'll compromise with the point five. Why? Because this isn't fucking EG. There's no compromise. This is an EGM magazine. That's my score from fucking. You asked me to rate it. I gave it a rating. Eight point seven is a solid score. All right, well, we're going to Cisco and Ebert this shit. You got an 8.7. Might as well give it a fucking 9. I'm going to give it a, a solid 9. Easy 9. Again, I'll give it a 10. It's just, it's not, and it's not so much the audio of everything else. I mean, it, it, it's that Warner Brothers. It's like, I don't know if you guys seen The Matrix lately. If you watch The Matrix, like, the fucking sound, the music, everything's loud as shit. You know, you have your volume probably at, like, fucking 30 or 20, and it sounds perfect. But then they start fucking talking. And you're like, fuck, I'm going to put this bitch up to 30 or something because I can't hear what the fuck they're saying. And then you forget that it's up at 30 and then the fucking sound kicks in and fucking blows your eardrums and, off. And then the thing, too, with Tenet, not only can you because like when they speak American, it's pretty. Well, no, like John David Washington, he speaks perfect like American and it's easy to you can easily understand what's happening. In- but English whatever. Well, there's <laughs> English speak. American? No, because there's English. No, that's 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 fuck you. No, because the. Robert Pattinson, he speaks English, but it's fucking like European English. Right. It's still English. It's not American. It's English, American US, accent, whatever the fuck. I know it is. UK. That's why I didn't say English. Because if I said, well, when John David Washington speaks English, it's easy to understand. But when Robert Pattinson <laughs> speaks English, it's fucking easy to understand. It, it's not hard. It's not. It can't understand it. You fucking dumbass. I'm trying to let them understand that. Speaks American. <laughs> you, you know, you're laughing. But I mean, a lot of people get what I'm saying. They're like, okay, that makes a lot it's more just sense. It's fucking stupid. No, you're fucking stupid. I know this. We all know this. So, anyways, when uh, John David Washington speaks American, um, you can easily understand it. But when Robert Pattinson or even Elizabeth, they speak, it's more, you know, it's English, but it's Europe, European. So, they have that accent to it, British, whatever. And then when um, Sator speaks, Kenneth Brannan, he has he's Russian. So, he has that thick Russian accent. So it's really fucking hard to understand. So there's certain key parts in the film and a lot of other people in there, like Michael Caine's in the film briefly. Michael Caine. And yeah, he's got his own fucking accent. Um, And it's hard to. Michael Caine's like an old bulldog. 
an old bulldog. Yeah, you know, just when he when he speaks, he sounds like he has. <laughs> I can't even fucking do it, dude. Come on, you're doing it. <laughs> peanut Let's butter, go. dude. Oh, uh, you need peanut butter. Yeah. Okay, I know how your fucking Friday nights go. Uh, you don't even have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say? Yeah, bazinga. So anyways, oh, I wow. give it a nine. Um, it's a great movie. I definitely recommend it. It's not for everyone, though. I'm telling you right now, if you're going to go see it, get ready for a mind fuck. You got to think. You got to pay attention. Um, there's a lot of logic to it. Yeah. And at the same time, they try to bypass the sci-fi shit of it without logic. But then they try to give you the logic of the sci-fi shit, which even fucks your whole thing up. So as you can see, but even more- then, it didn't really feel sci-fi. It didn't because they, like I said, they try not to more like spend a, too much time on, on yeah. the, the 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 factual thing of how inverted time works. But then they do, but then they don't. It's weird. So you, you remember the first time you watched Inception and you were just like, "Fuck," right? I don't know. Back no, in like two thousand, I, I got see the thing is I got Inception pretty good like halfway through the film. I, I got it. Like, but I was still, like, you're kind of like intrigued and like kind of confused for a little bit. Mm-hmm. This this one's like that all like the way times two all the way. Because yeah. when the movie ends, you're like, huh, huh. You're like, wait a minute. What what did that mean? What did that mean? What you just said? And what did, what sitting, did that sitting in the theater, raising your hand, asking if they can rewind it? <laughs> hey, can you can you play that back? Like forty five minutes. I pull out my laptop to get on the Zoom real quick and be yeah. like, uh, teacher, uh, excuse me, I have a question. I have a question. I have to go potty. And then just go for random. Uh, my 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 brother. He he uh, oh, he, he went to uh, with my 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 with my with my dad to uh, the oh, what's it called again? Oh, the gas station. And he got me the drink with 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 his red, and it, and it got it got the 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 polar bear on the side of it. Oh, he got you a coke? No, no, it's it's like frosty, but like frozen. I don't know how I became Mexican at the end of the All day. of a sudden, you just... <laughs> was that your American going into a Mexican... English? Yeah. Dude, so you Anyways, know. that should tell the funny, though, kids. that at, My kids, before he did Zoom, because my kid just went back to actual school. Today was his first day. But before that, there was a kid that would do that. She just, like... Dude, you know whose kid that is? Yours? Um, yes. Ah! Every day, bro. So, I, I kid you not. So, she'll, she'll be on, on her... Her little meetings in Google Classroom. And I swear to God, like, I can almost count it. Approximately 45 seconds to a minute in, she's unmuting herself and it's like, teacher, teacher, teacher. And then I can hear the teacher, Layla, sweetie, mute your mic, you know, or raise your hand or hang on. You know, I'm teaching this. And I'm just like sitting on the couch looking over like, mute your shit. Shut the fuck up. It's like, shut Raise your hand. <laughs> and I'm like trying to like do it like stern, but like also quiet because her I know her mic's mute, uh, unmuted. So I'm just like, oh. You're, doing, you're doing the mime death threads where you're like. Uh-huh. <laughs> punch, putting the fist by your face and your she, hand on the other side like you're going to punch. Her somebody. face is looking over the, the computer screen like a cat, dude. Just like. <laughs> With the little eyes. <laughs> just like, bro. like, Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. Just let your teacher teach, please. Oh, man. Adulting is so much fun it's, with children. Well, yeah, man. No. Um, so I had a fun time at the movie theaters. I'll d- I would definitely do it again. 
I think the movie theaters will be fine, but these movies need to come out. We need big blockbusters for movie theaters to be successful. So hopefully they come out because I don't want to see movie theaters go away. And there's a lot of people that work in that industry and we don't want them to be jobless. No, um, not at all. And then, uh, and tenant nine, I give it a nine out of 10, Nate, a fucking 8.7 out of 10. The fuck man. But great movie. Highly recommended. Um, I can't wait to own it so I can watch it again and again. And uh, definitely check out if you're skeptical on Robert Pattinson to be fucking Batman, watch this movie specifically and you can definitely get some pretty good demeanor and even look because he wears some pretty fly suits in this uh, film. Um, And then John David Washington, if there's anyone that can play Black Panther or any other. um, And I was going to say African-American superhero, but at this at this day and age, man, I mean, fuck, I would I would even be you know what? Real quick. I'd be a dope Superman. No, 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 no. Hold on. I want to make sure that I saw this correctly. I don't know if it was a um, a rumor, and I kind of won't. I kind of wouldn't be uh, mad at this if it's real. Let me just do a quick little. <clears throat> okay, he said it himself. He would love to play. Um, he said, "I would love. I'm open, and I would love to play Mr. Fantastic." Oh, that's right. He did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic and his wife Emily Blunt to be um, uh, Sue Invisible Storm woman. and Zac Efron to be um, the Human Torch and honestly whoever can be the thing the Rock would be ironic but uh, <laughs> <laughs> turns into the Boulder the Boulder but I'm not I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset with the idea of John David Washington playing as Mr. Fantastic and yeah. I think it would be cool diversify that character um, I think that is a good and especially after he is in Tenet the way he handled you know the the smart shit of uh, certain aspects in the film I can definitely see him being in like a yeah he, he was he was sly as shit dude yeah so but anyways I'm really looking forward to his career um I am definitely a fan. I started watching him when Ballers on HBO with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And uh, he's he was really good in that. And then he did, you know, Black KK Klansman. And now he did this one. There was another movie he did, but uh, I can't think of it right now. But, um, but yeah. Um, so real quick, before we jump off, next week we have a special episode. Next Monday uh, we're going to have our next guest. Um, it should oh, be yeah. fun. Should be fun. I'm not going to say who he is now. Oh, I gave it a gender. So there you go. You kind of know it's a guy. <laughs> I gave it a gender. <laughs> I gave him a gender. He's going to whoop your ass. Uh, he'd laugh at that. Um, but it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we're going to be on location. We're actually going. Yeah, we're taking a field trip. Yeah, we're going to his place to record. Um, it's going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty interesting, pretty fun. And. I think we're going to have a great time, and I think uh, you guys will definitely enjoy it. It's going to be one of our extended play episodes, probably two hours. Depending. More than likely. Yeah, it's going to be fun, though, because... That's, it seems like it's a theme now, right? Every two weeks we have a, a guest. And we just go off on a tangent, bro. We yeah. just... But hey. Um, but yeah, man, that's all That's all I got for today, guys. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and movie theaters and the, our talk about Tenet. Um if you guys want to express movie theater uh, experiences, if you guys have or the future or even the film tenant, reach us on Instagram. I definitely, you know, I'm active on there more. Um, Facebook, Twitter as well. Um, Nate, what else? What, what else you got? Anything last minute we got here? No, nah, man. If uh, like Rick said, if you have any doubts about Robert Pattinson, you know, John David Washington, 
watch this film. Do yourself a favor. Go see this film. You know, bring someone with you to watch it, or even go go see it alone, dude. But it's it's definitely worth the watch. And then you can message us after and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's good. I would love to talk about it more. Probably when it comes out on Blu-ray, we'll give it a week and then we'll we'll touch on it again. That way we can uh, yeah touch it, touch it, touch it, and then we can. Uh, understand it a little bit better and then hopefully it gives people time to watch it and then just see how much of a mind fuck that is no i yeah i'm I'm excited to see uh potentially maybe a a prequel to the film or even a sequel nah dude nolan does standalones i mean i'm still over here tripping if the fucking top and if Cobb is dead at the end of fucking inception (laughs) man (laughs) there's so many theories and he's an asshole he won't say he's just like ah it's the last the last thing he ever said about it he was asked he said uh, what do you think to whoever was asking the like, question? Bitch, I like, know I don't know what to think. I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah. he left it. He says I deliberately left it like that to for your guys' interpretation. So you guys, whatever you want it to be, that's what it is. And I'm just like, you asshole. Mm-hmm. Fuck. All right. Well, until next time, Nate. Last word. Bye, fans. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Follow us on social media for updates on our next episode. As always, look out for one another, take care of one another, and much love, everyone. Hey, Rick, what do I always tell you? Shut up, bitch.